racism and sexism is kind of a really big deal. I'm Selena Chen. I'm a construction cost estimator for operations. I've been with Public Works for five years. My family immigrated from Communist China to San Francisco when I was four years old. Growing up, I did not consider myself racist, even though if I look back on my history growing up in San Francisco, I definitely been racist in unintentionally. In kindergarten, I went to Star King Elementary, which is right next to your projects. There were a lot of black kids and I played with them. I also got into a lot of fights. My parents were not happy and worked really hard to transfer me to a better school. And at the new school, my friends were Soviet Union and Chinese immigrants. Um, and my parents specifically told me to not get into fights with black kids. I don't remember having a single black friend until high school. And it never occurred to me that that was abnormal. I was perfectly content living in my bubble of thick diversity. It took me many years to understand the concept of racism in America growing up. So I want to say that my parents have integrated into American society in a very different way than I have. My parents try really hard to integrate into American society, but they don't really integrate into American culture. They read the Chinese newspaper, they eat dim sum and not pancakes type thing. They specifically seek out communities with a lot of Chinese people and be like, oh, I want to move to this neighborhood because I can buy my Chinese groceries. I can hang out with my neighbors who are Chinese. And for me, I think I don't want to be in a neighborhood where everyone around me is the exact same as me. And I believe that America's a country where you have to integrate with diversity and not by bubbling yourself in a small community. Growing up, I didn't consider myself a woman of color, not because I felt that I was white, but more because my parents had situated me in a very Chinese-centered community. I grew up in the Sunset in San Francisco. I went to Lowell High School where half the population is of Chinese descent. And when I went to college, it was the first time in my life that I was exposed to all these different cultures outside of the San Francisco public school system. My first job of college, I entered a company where everyone around me was a white man. In the team, there were two females <laughs> and there were three Asians and everyone else was a white guy. And it started to hit me like, 
oh, I actually don't really get along with everyone. Not not in a sense like, oh, I don't get along, but say during um, after work happy hours, they would be talking about certain stuff that like I didn't really understand. Like they would be talking about types of IPA. It's probably nothing to do with that I'm an Asian girl, but because I was not exposed to IPAs in my life. It's not their fault. It's not my fault. I think it's just kind of like, because of my upbringing, I did not really fit in. And that's when I realized racism and sexism is kind of a really big deal or like the gravity of that in the workplace, because it's not just about how you look, but because of my upbringing, I was not exposed to certain things that would allow me to feel comfortable with certain people. In my adult life, I want to say that every, I, especially working at Public Works, which is one of the most diverse places I've worked, um, I work with people of all colors and ethnicities and backgrounds. And I get along very well with pretty much everyone. So I started kind of just looking at a lot of things differently. I would hear stories about who goes on welfare, why they go on welfare, who lives in the projects, why they live in the projects. And I think it has a lot to do with the opportunities and what people were presented with. In one of my favorite books, Freakonomics, it talks about kind of a society where if the most successful people around you are drug dealers, you grow up wanting to be a drug dealer. Even if the average drug dealer actually only makes $3 an hour and you have to supplement that income with a McDonald's job type thing. And I think opportunities is a very important issue with the idea of racism because a lot of people are not exposed to anything differently and they don't have a lot of opportunities to, it's not even opportunities, it's they don't have any idea of how to break a cycle of poverty. The whole idea of police violence against people of color, that has a lot to do with the perception of the Black community in the eyes of the police and in the eyes of everyone else. Like, what does it mean to be white privileged? A lot of people who are white and privileged do not understand that concept. and, And the protests are coming out with that voice. I'm very upset about what actually happened that led to all these protests with George Floyd. I feel the whole situation feels very upsetting to me. And I think it's just, there's a lot of injustice in the whole, in the whole system. If I read or if I listen to any of the Martin Luther King speeches now, today in 2020, all, all of those speeches are still very relevant. So it's taking us 60 years to not really move forward. But I think because of more people realizing the gravity of our current situation, 
it will eventually, I don't know how long, but it will eventually get better. But I think overall, it is good that people are more aware of the issue. Thanks for listening to Snapshots, a public works podcast.